I love you, devil I don't. It's a song, it's a song, song fly. It's a song fly, baby, yeah. It's a song, it's a song, song fly. Hey y'all, welcome back to our podcast, Soft Life Through Christ. The only way to live a soft life. The only way to live a soft life. <laughs> I really feel like I have not said that saying in such a long time. It's been a while. It has. But I'm excited <laughs> to be back. Me too. I just know this episode is about to be so good. It's been a minute. We got so much to catch up on. So much that we have been learning. Yes, I agree. Yep, I'm excited. Let's, Let's do get it. To it. <laughs> Since we have been away for a, such a long time, and I even feel like the podcast listeners they haven't caught up on the last two videos because yes. it was posted on YouTube. But before we get into this catch up, let's talk about these mugs that are in the room. <laughs> I know y'all was wondering, like, dang, where they got those cute mugs from? Stop like the guys.com. <laughs> these are our new mugs, and it's a part of our kingdom business. And we have one that says, God, I love you, devil, I don't. And we have a few that says soft life through Christ and some mm. other cute goodies. And we're going to have much more coming very soon. So sign up for our email list to stay updated. If you know, you know about the email list. If you the, know, the email, oh, you the, know. The ones on the email, <laughs> they begin some good goodies. Yeah. So we thank you guys for signing up and let's get into it. Yep. I feel like we always do me first. You always ask me what I've been up to. So what have you been up to? Okay, that was a little <laughs> twist. I was not expecting that. <laughs> okay, what have I been up to? <laughs> you threw me for a loop. <laughs> you know, caught you once, bruh. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so I would just talk about the business because that's obviously like um, one of the major things that's been taking place in our life. Like, I don't think people understand how different it is having a kingdom business. And it has just been a joy. Like, every time we get an order... I literally be so surprised, so overjoyed because like we're doing it unto the Lord yeah. and that's just really big for me. And it's just been exciting to step back into like business, but also to intertwine it with ministry as well. And it just serves such a greater purpose now. And yeah, I just love that. Um, I love coming up with creative ideas as well as yourself. And yeah. And it keeps you in a place of like gratitude, like yes. thankful. Like you guys don't have to order a at mug all. from us. At all. So it's just something as simple as that. It just really shifts our perspective about business mm -hmm. and just mm -hmm. being able to be grateful, whether it's one order, whether it's 150 orders, we're just grateful all around the board that our audience have chosen to just support us in any way they can. And this business has really just been keeping us on our toes because mm -hmm. I feel like in business, it's pretty easy to compromise because things come from all angles yeah so we just try to make sure that we stay in prayer and never put the business above god yeah him first and mm -hmm. if he want to take it away he can take it away god don't do it <laughs> but if you want to you can <laughs> you can have it all also as well i've been getting back into my puzzles if you follow me on tiktok you know and when i say god has just been really speaking during those times where i'm doing my puzzles and like just giving me visions of the puzzle and I just feel like he's putting the pieces together of my story as well as our story. And it's just so amazing. So along with doing puzzles, I'm, I've also been into fitness lately. So I've been going to the gym. I did like a 30-day like hard challenge where I like challenged myself to consistently go to the gym for 30 days. I missed about four of those days. But because I know that I'm called to be prolific, 
I do see that the enemy, one of the biggest things the enemy is after is my consistency. So because of that, I'm now making it my duty to be more consistent in anything that I know will advance and better myself, as well as any assignment God has given me. I'm like, I got to be consistent about it and persistent. This is one of the things I had asked God one day. I'm like, I know I'm not really, I know everybody like prophesy in their own ways or whatever, but I know that I'm not like a prophetess and stuff like that. Well, in a sense. So I asked God, okay, so what is? And one of the things he had told me was that I was prolific. And with prolific people, they can produce a lot. So a prolific author can get out five books a year. Or a prolific songwriter could get out 10 songs a year, 20 songs a year, you know. So with somebody who's prolific, you have to make sure that you're being consistent so that you can be productive. And it all ties into the kingdom because if you can't get your kingdom assignment done, what can you do? But that's really good. That serves as motivation to me as well. Like just mm -hmm. to try to stay consistent in everything yeah. I do, no matter what it is, if it's something as simple. Okay, I can't say it's something as simple as working out because that ain't easy. <laughs> ain't. But, you know, just something like working out, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you'd be like, girl, I don't feel like going. But yeah. the prolific in yeah. you will be like, girl, you better get up. Yes, so. because towards the end, okay, the first two, three weeks, I was at it. I was mm -hmm. doing amazing. You were. That fourth week. I was like, uh, maybe I can do it another day or maybe I'm going to do two a days. I'm trying to come up with all these excuses, but you really have to see it all the way through and just keep that same effort that you had the first week or two. You need to keep that same effort all the way through. So it just was a lesson within itself. Just doing that challenge alone was a lesson. That's definitely motivational. Yeah. I love it. I'll be trying to drag you to the gym with me. <laughs> Girl, I'll be thinking about going. I'll be having my clothes laid out. Then I'll be like, mm, the bed looks much better. She'll be like, I'm going to go in the morning. <laughs> morning comes. She ain't going. Mm -mm. <laughs> but I have done like a one day out the week thing. My mom has been doing some workout classes and stuff. Yeah. So I will go that one day out the week. And when I say I will work my butt off, y'all, mm -hmm. that I think I'm actually good for the whole week. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I think so. Because <laughs> who's doing 500 jumping jacks, 200 squats? Like, that's good for the week. Boxers. I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Miss Rhodesia, enough about me. What have you been up to these days? You are actually kind of entertaining. You know, you know, I try, I try. <laughs> but as far as myself, I feel like it's been a big shift in my life, mm -hmm. and a lot of things are different. So I've just been literally clinging to Jesus, like, yeah. for dear life. What I thought was so cool is that I actually said this on another podcast, too, but, like, I would see you have friends, right? And mm -hmm. then I'm like, dang, like, I, why I don't really have no friends? So I actually prayed. I'm like, God, you know, send me some friends. But I feel like I came to the realization that he is my best friend. You too. Like, you looking kind of jealous over there. <laughs> no, I really was not. I really was not. I'm like, God, She's please jealous, send it. God, please send this friend. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, the other day we was in the room and we were, like, talking. And I almost cried because I was thinking, like, one day Renaya's really going to go off on her own. I don't know if I'm crying from, like, a mother's standpoint, a, Girl, sister, no, a no, sister's no. standpoint, <laughs> or, like, a friend's standpoint. But I was like literally 
in tears and you were laughing. I was cracking up. You're going to miss somebody sitting around entertaining the nights while you in the bed. Yeah. And in this time that I've been spending with my bestie, it's been very interesting because I feel like it's just giving God more time to refine me and mm -hmm. equip me and shape me to exactly who he wants me to be. And I know for sure he wants me to be strong and mighty for the kingdom of God. Yeah. So it's just been a lot of that and just teaching me and fathering me. And I really like that father aspect of God because mm. it's like, like, I just feel like his daughter. Like, yeah. wow, you love me so much. You treat me like your daughter. You treat me like your princess. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so grateful for that. So, yeah, it's just been a lot, but it's like a good lot because I know everything that I'm going through now is shaping me. It's molding me. So when I get further along on my journey, it'll be like, Psh, I've been with through this. It's really making me into a wise woman. Yeah. And later on, I'll be able, and even now too, not just later on, but it's allowed me to be able to help others on their journey from the things that I'm personally going through. So that just makes me so happy, so excited. Yeah. Oh, God is so good. And I love how you said that you love the father aspect of God, because I remember throughout the week, I think this was like a week or two ago, and I was just getting so exhausted with the doing, like and it wasn't even me actually doing nothing. It's just me thinking about I had to do something for God. <laughs> and I just was like, God, what is it? And then when I, what I heard from him was like, don't get so overwhelmed with the doing and just think about the being. Like, just be. And then specifically, he was telling me, just be my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I just felt so relieved. Like, I don't have to feel like I have to do all this stuff for the Lord. I can just be his daughter. For sure. And out of that will birth what I need to do. And I truly appreciate your honesty there because sometimes it's going to feel like that. And we got to make sure when we feel these feelings, we don't have to be ashamed to speak about it because it's help and it's freedom in speaking about things like that instead of just holding it in. And then next thing you know, you're compromising because really you don't want to do nothing for God. Right. And I believe a lot of people, well, I won't speak for everybody, but I feel like there are some people that feel that way. Like you always feel like you're not doing enough, mm -hmm. you know, and then it kind of forces you to do stuff that you actually don't want to do or God didn't call you and to then do. that's disobedience yes and I just feel like I was at that place where really I had to remember like this season was one of the things that God was obviously having us in was like a resting period a learning period all of that stuff this is what I believe and I just really stand firm on this it's like what is the good in serve if you're going to serve and your heart is not even there that's good. Like, if your heart is not there to serve, like, I want to do everything with love, like, deep, deep love and reverence for God in my heart, which is what is calling me to serve, you know? That's I just good. don't want to just do it because I know it looks good on the outside and, like, you know, the perception aspect of it. I really want to mean it deep down in my heart. For sure. And I feel like out of that, so much greatness will flow. Like, when you're doing, when you're serving from love, and you serving because you, like, you love the Father, you respect the Father, I feel like it just hit different. Like, you're going to be in that parking lot, like... <laughs> Part to the left, the church right here. Yeah. Wait, part to the left, the church to the right. Part to the left, you the church to the open right. Open the doors, like, whoa, you look beautiful today. Come on, let me walk you in the door to church. Yep. And this is something that I'm so excited to talk about, y'all. In a week, in like some change, we are literally about to make one year on our walk. Wow. One year of taking this walk seriously. And it just has been amazing. We have learned so much things. We have grown. Um, so many beautiful things has been birthed out of it. This podcast is one of them. My book. Even God restoring our sister relationship. Have that you ever thought about that? Yes. That's probably has been 
the second best one. Yeah. Because when I first think about like, oh, we're one one year on the walk. The first thing I could think is thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I just, okay, I know it's only been one year and people be like, oh, the first year you're so excited and blah, blah, blah. My deepest desire, my deepest, deepest request from God is literally to feel how I have felt this whole year for the rest of my life, if not even more love and excitement for the lord yeah like i don't want to be fifth year and like oh i don't know about this walk i'm tired of this walk. no this is a life i plan on doing life here on earth for god and more importantly eternal spending eternal life with him i agree and i almost feel like if you could make it through the first year you can make it through because the first, first year, year is too. really when you have to adjust to yeah. christ i must speak for me it was my first time yeah. experiencing a lot of things so now when i'm in year five it's like baby i already nothing experienced it yeah. you start knowing the enemy's tactics so mm-hmm. it'd be like you already showed me that in year one baby yeah and then even <laughs> like when you experience things for the first time i'm like there to be like nah that's not how it really is really good oh i'm I like thinking I, that too i be telling her all the time like when some stuff i'll be seeing and i'm just like this not, I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, this is not how it's supposed to look. And I'm appreciative Because that. I know it's your first time doing this walk, so you might think this is the norm. And I'm just like, no, that's not the norm. Yeah, and I appreciate it. Because yeah. I'd be like, this is how it feels. <laughs> like, this is nah. a little ghetto this ain't over here. But you always remind me, like, you know, that's not God. Yeah. Th- th- and then you'll show me, like, you know, this yeah. is God. I'm just so thankful for how everything went in this whole year because we got to learn so much mm-hmm. and just meet so many beautiful people. My question for you is what has been one thing that you have learned and that you're so grateful that God has taught you in year one? I feel like to truly trust God. Mm -hmm. That's something that I really had to learn. And just blocking out the noise of anything that's going to make me second guess God Mm -hmm. or have to second guess myself. So that's, I feel like that's the biggest thing I learned to actually trust the Lord. And in my previous life, I feel like I was so dependent on myself, just finding so much pride and joy and being an independent woman. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, I can lean on God. I I have somebody trustworthy in my corner to lean on and just lay it all down to him. So that was the biggest thing I learned to just truly trust him. And he would never leave me nor forsake me. He has plans to prosper me. Not to harm you. And Mm, not to mm, harm me. mm. So that's the biggest thing right now. And what about you? Um, The biggest thing I've learned in year one, I would say, is that God does speak. Mm -hmm. And he speaks very clearly. The scripture the other night we um, was like, you know, going over some scriptures. And one of the scriptures that I had used was that, You may not understand what I'm doing now, but later you'll understand. So I feel like year one was probably setting some foundational things for how our other years are going to go. So I'm just so grateful. Like, God is speaking very clearly. And even if you don't understand what he's saying now, later on you'll understand. And he'll make it all make sense. Similar to a puzzle life. Yep. That's so beautiful. How God is just everywhere. Yeah. And with this year as well, I feel like not only did God show us what to do, he showed us what not to do. Yeah, And I think that is so important because everything is not always going to be sunshines and rainbow. Mm -hmm. It's like we expect. That's what you expect. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that is an aspect of the Christian walk. But yeah. it's like sometimes it do get tough mm-hmm. and it do get ugly. Yeah. So that sounds like an old lady. Yeah, come on. <laughs> and it do get ugly. <laughs> Just thank you, God, for everything, every single thing, the yeah. good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like it has been like through this journey, it has been a lot of smiles. There's been a lot of joy. 
it's been a lot of crying. Like some days we just like, God, we don't know what you're doing. Like, what are you doing? Please make it clear to us. And then a couple of days later, God would just reveal like everything that, mm-hmm. you know, we was so worried about and anxious about. So I'm grateful. Year one, like this is really year one when we think about it. Like a year, 365 days of every day waking up, surrendering our will for his will and just laying our lives down. Eyes on the cross. Every single day waking up and saying yes. Yeah. Yes to the call. Yes to Jesus. Yeah. And also too, like our family who we got saved with is still on the walk as well. Our brother, yes. our mother. So I'm very grateful for that. Like God has just really kept us and kept our family. So I'm grateful. Yes. And that just always keeps me in remembrance. Like mm-hmm. God called you out the world and mm-hmm. he didn't call you out the world for no reason. Yep. You always say this. Yes. I'll be like, it ain't no reason that God done called us out the world to be having us here like this. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to forsake us. We yeah. did not go through all that for him to sit around and forsake us. No. I don't something. believe that. Something like nothing can make me believe that God is did all that. To just leave us hanging now. He won't. He ain't going to do it. He won't. He don't embarrass his kingdom like that. Remember, he's consistent. He don't change. He's yes. consistent in what he do. He's steadfast. And I feel like that is like something I could hold well to. Like when, you know, things are looking a little blurry. I'm like, you know what? I know God. It's something. And he ain't going to forsake us. That's in his word. Yep. Just cling it on to the Lord. We love him so much. Yeah. And I know he loves us. And he love you guys. He love y'all too. But we do have something to tell you guys. This wonderful, beautiful, amazing gift from God, this podcast set. This will be our last time on this set, guys. Yes. We are hitting the road. When rubber hit the road, <laughs> can you stand the rain? Can you stand the fire? But they ain't got nothing to do with this. What? <laughs> like, where's she going with this? <laughs> they ain't got nothing to do with this. But this will be our last podcast on this sets so we are celebrating tonight that's all we got on our shimmy shimmy (laughs) not only is this just a podcast we came to say hello we miss you guys and Mm. to talk about our one-year journey we are just in celebration tonight yeah and just we could even look back to how far god has brought us from the first ep i'm just so excited tonight because originally We moved into this home where the podcast is, right? We moved in with the wrong intentions. It was really to like numb the pain. Yeah. And just forget about our our lives in that moment. So we moved in to have a blast to do all the worldly horrible things not connected to Christ, right? In this home. We were this was gonna be the party house. Yeah. It was the All we that. called it the batch pad. The batch pad. Like we about to be bachelorettes. bachelorettes. How are we not married? We wasn't even married. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with that bright idea of I don't know. The the Wi Fi was called that. It was just bad. It was, it was. bad. Yeah, we just moved in with the wrong intentions and in the midst of all that, God changed everything mm-hmm. around quick. Yeah. We wasn't even here that long and God said uh uh-uh. uh, y'all gonna get yeah. right into the kingdom of light. Y'all gonna do the right thing. Y'all gonna preach my word. Y'all gonna do this podcast. So it's just so beautiful seeing how we came into this house mm-hmm. and now how we're leaving out this house. We are New not women. the same people. Mm-hmm. And I really love that because I'm gonna just take it back to like being in the world. You will look back a year and be in the same position you was. Mm-hmm. The old you can't even compare to the new you at all. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. She can't even sit with me. These last few days, I have really been taking so many photos of the view. I'm really, like, using all the amenities. You find yourself really enjoying it. I'm telling you, I be going to take a bike ride around the neighborhood. Like, I just been trying to enjoy it as much as possible these last few days. Yeah. And honestly, this month, God really came through. He sure did. Like, we really want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. God showed up. Like, guys, keep, keep everybody needs to keep in mind that we don't work, right? For sure. And we haven't worked in a year. Yes. And I know people may think, okay, but you guys have the podcast. You guys have this. You guys, guys. have the nice sparkly clothes for the low. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> y'all should know, too, that when you start things in the beginning, it's very challenging for it to be lucrative. Yes. Like, you really have to build things up. So, God came through. He paid our rent, and I believe that. He sure did. And nobody can tell me different. And if we want to go a little deeper, oh, well, let's just talk about it. Let's just have a transparency moment. I think the podcast is just, has always, we have always been transparent, so we won't stop now. Yeah, for sure. With God coming through for us, we literally invested our last into mm-hmm. our kingdom business. Like, mm-hmm. literally just having faith that God is going to work something out. It's like, God, this is we're giving everything that we have. Literally yeah. everything, guys. Like everything. 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 Everything, everything. I know people <laughs> say this, but like, guys, imagine everything. 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 Everything <laughs> plus what you don't got. <laughs> like, so we we definitely did that. Mm-hmm. And we just had faith that God would come through for us. So we invested everything everything, everything, into our business. <laughs> and we didn't know what we, well, I won't say we didn't know what we were going to do, do, but sometimes you don't know what it's looking like. So, um, but we did, like I said, we had our faith in the Lord that mm-hmm. he was going to come through. And let me tell you, rain came, wind blew, mm-hmm. my house was built on you. <laughs> but not even that, the first of the month came. So that means the rain came, wind blew. <laughs> the first of the month came, y'all. And... You know, it was looking very tough, Mm -hmm. but God, he allowed our business to give back the same exact amount our Mm -hmm. rent costs. Yeah, literally. Now tell me that ain't the Lord. Because who knows how much our rent costs? (laughs) And we were praying and praying. We like, God, you know, like, do we stay here? Where do we go live? Mm -hmm. And we were just like, we don't know what we're doing. And God told us at the last minute when we were praying, we were like, God, do we stay here? Like, you know, we ain't. You know, God, you know, you know. And he told us to stay. He said, yes. stay. We prayed about it numerous times. We like, yep. how you, what you mean, stay, God? So mm-hmm. we ended up just keeping that faith. And we like, God says, stay. He, he got to make a way. If he told yes. us to stay, and remember, stay he can't lie. He so can't he got to make a way. And, and I just that. believed that. And we both believed that. One thing I could say is, honestly, we was not as stressed about it as we could have been. Not at all. <laughs> like, when we think about, like, this is our livelihood at the end of the day. Like, this is where we lay our heads at. And I feel like we could have handled it a lot worse. And yeah. we actually handled it with grace. So I'm just proud of us. Very much. And I'm just so thankful that God came through. Like, I've seen videos on YouTube of people like, God came through my rent. God allowed me to move in this place. But I just still never grasped the idea of it. Mm-hmm. And now I could fully say I understand what people mean when they say that God yes. came through for them because we know that it we had nothing us. and God made it come through. And not only is it just us, it is a baby here too. Yeah. So we knew God had the because you know God loved the children. So and my baby had a little razzle dazzle. Like God, he here. You see him here too, right? Where he gonna sleep? So God said, "I got y'all," and He got us. Yeah. And 
Honestly, I think I could live like that. Yeah. I think I heard a story like this before. Don't quote me on it. But a girl was living like month to month just off faith alone. Yes. Like, little, nah, I'm not telling everybody to go use, <laughs> use wisdom, guys. Use wisdom. <laughs> yes. Okay? But she was actually living month to month just relying on God. Like, every month she would not, like, I guess like in the beginning of the month, she would not have what she needed. Until it was time to pay her in. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's another level of faith. And what I also want to talk about is I feel like a lot of people, they see us. They see the podcast. They see the numbers. But you guys don't see the backside, the Mm -hmm. everyday life. Mm-hmm. You know, the worn in the spirit, the praying. Don't get distracted by the numbers. Yeah. Like, we're still relying on God. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, we still have a car. We still, like I said in other podcasts, we still have a home. We still have little goodies that we used to have. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we don't throw half of everything away mm-hmm. when God told us to. But it's like the things that God you know, allowed us to keep, we still have those little things. And I feel like people, sometimes they look at that and that's all they care about. Mm -hmm. But it's like on the back end, it's more than that. It's more to that. So don't always judge people by their appearance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the word itself says that. Like people look at the outside, God's looking at the inside. Inside, for sure. Like, So we know what he's doing in our lives. And we we live everyday lives just like everyone else. So along with everything good that's been taking place, um, just to shift gears a little bit, we do want to say how God has called us into a season of separation. So in this time, we just have really been allowing God to be the one that teaches us. That within itself has been a journey. Right now as well, like we're not even a part of like no ministry. We don't, we don't have a church home or anything of that nature. And that could seem like such a tough, well, it was ultimately a tough decision to make. And that separation was not the easiest. However, it was very necessary. But I just truly believe that God has been carrying us through this process. His word has literally been a lamp onto our feet and a light onto our path. When I say he has been guiding us and the only way we can do such is through hearing his word directly. And that has been, like I said, a transition Mm -hmm. and a journey. However, something to embrace. And I feel like that is okay because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it just ushers us back right into the presence of God, um, allowing the Lord to teach us and show us exactly how he wants us to do ministry. Because, of course, we know each of us, we all have our own audience and there's certain people that I might reach that you might reach. So it's just like, God, just guide our steps and just show us the right way to go about everything. And it has been very tough, but... We're still thankful and we don't ever want to miss the mark and missing the mark is being disobedient. Mm -hmm. So no matter how that may look, no matter how that may feel. Yeah. Because it does not feel great all the time. We're just literally trusting God that he will still do everything he said he will do for us. And it gives us more confidence and boldness because we're literally relying on the Lord himself. Yeah. Something that we kind of went back and forth with God about a lot like why why do we always have to be set apart God <laughs> why can't we do this God mm-hmm. you know but it's just like God saying like we just did later that. you'll understand yep. so and um we just got to stay focused on what God called us to do we still have our joy we have our peace and the Lord is just covering us mm-hmm. and just being a good good father like he is yes. and also too we're actually being sent out God is sending us out on assignment And I just love that so much as well, because we are about to go to Canada in about two to three weeks. And 
we have a, a assignment there as well. So that's just beautiful. I'm looking forward to having an amazing time in Canada. If you guys want to, you know, look into that, you guys can go on our website, Soft Life Through Christ, under the events tab, where you will be able to see where, where we will be going to next. Whether he calls you into a season of just being still or whether it's your harvest season or your waiting season, it don't matter. No matter what, just embrace it. And this is what one thing I wanted to say as well. And I really feel like God was putting this on my heart when I was getting ready for the episode was that we know that the season in the natures are so evident. The, the leaves start changing colors. The weather start changing and get colder, get hotter. But in the kingdom, in the spiritual realm, sometimes it might not always be evident in the natural. And you have to really build that personal relationship with the father to discern what season are you in. Are you in a season where right now you just waiting on the Lord, waiting upon the Lord, and he's just calling you to be still? Or is it your harvest season? Is it time for you to go get sent out? Is it time for you to birth these things? What what season is it? And the only way you can know that is by having that relationship with the Father. And that's one thing we're going to always stress on this podcast is a relationship with the Father. Put him before everything. That one-on-one relationship is the most important. And during this time, we've actually been doing like our own one-on-one Bible studies or our little family Bible studies. And it's been really fun yes that we can just talk openly as a family we've been holding each other accountable Mm -hmm. that support Mm -hmm. you know like that support is so necessary on this journey yeah so even coming on to our um family bible studies we could say hey this was a horrible week today (laughs) but the lord is still good and Mm -hmm. i know he's going to carry me through this and during this time too god actually brought me back to read the gospels it was just so amazing because that really displays jesus Mm -hmm. and i think think that's so important and I encourage you guys to go back and read it even if you did go back and read it again sometimes you got to pull out the bible sometimes you just got to do it and today was so funny because we was talking about bibles and I have probably ordered every single <laughs> bible KJV and KJV everything every single bible that you could possibly think of and when I thought about it I'm like talk about searching like I want to know about you in every translation <laughs> lord just in case i need to know and i know kjv is the best mm-hmm. and i can actually read the kjv now mm. oh you don't kjv boys. <laughs> all that you ever seen that meme where they talking about like the kjv boys how they be dressed yes <laughs> and they got on like the whole armor KJV stuff. girls y'all i'm gonna just be using my ipad because if y'all see my bible y'all gonna think it's been through the fire with yeah. you, and that's okay. The front cover is peeled off. It's it's it's, it's down bad, so it's okay, honey. We <laughs> understand. We understand how it gets sometimes. Yeah, it still worked though. And when he took me back to read the gospel, mm-hmm. what really stood out to me was the Beatitudes. Mm, I love those. And most of you are familiar with the Beatitudes, and that is Matthew five three through ten. And it just really pierced me because I'm like, this is stuff that we literally go through on the everyday. Mm-hmm. You know, like mourning when someone passed away, you mourn, right? Or even a relationship that you have to let go of. You know, just little situations like your that. old self. Your old self. You mourn your old self, mm-hmm. and he's saying you will be comforted. Mm. Don't worry about that morning. You will be comforted. And he said, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. So sometimes you have to humble yourself Mm -hmm. in front of the Lord, in front of others. And um, you said a good thing on Bible study the other night where you were saying, I don't don't know if Demon, our brother, said this. Like, always put people before yourself 
that's how you truly be humble. Put mm-hmm. others before yourself so it can never be pride. It, it was also saying, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Mm. We hunger, we thirst. We want more of you, Jesus. Yeah. We w- And he's saying in his word, we will be filled. Mm-hmm. So that just, it makes me feel so good. It also made me think too, like, the things that sometimes our flesh finds so hard to show mercy or to be a peacemaker. Sometimes you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real. Sometimes you don't want to be a peacemaker. <laughs> flesh don't want you to be a peacemaker, right? The Christ in you is the peacemaker. There's a promise attached to that. Yes. And it was just like all the things that we think sometimes are hard. Mm-hmm. God said that's little. Because you're going to inherit the earth. <laughs> You can see the kingdom of God. Wow. So that just really made me like, wow, like all these things that I sometimes complain about and I, I be laying in my bed thinking about like, dang, this is kind of mm-hmm. hard. God said that's little mm-hmm. to nothing. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I know. I'm so serious. Trust me, I know. <laughs> like, I'm so serious. So that just really pierced my heart. And I yeah. encourage you guys to go back and read that because in all things that you're going through, the reward is tenfold, a mm. hundredfold. I've really just been having a ball in this Bible. I know. I've been seeing you do it. I've been having a ball. So I'm just so grateful. And what I liked the other day, you mentioned this, and we hear it all the time, like time and time again, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. And I believe that I feel like a lot of people have been under this impression and this misconception that you can't apply the Bible because it was written a long time ago. All this stuff like you can't apply it to your daily life. No. When y'all read and see some of these things these people was a part of, I'm like, wait, I could easily see how I used to be that person or I used to do those things. And God already had a, a circumstance or he used a person in the Bible who went through the same thing to show me how I could overcome. That's so good. The word is still applicable to our life. That's why it's so powerful. This book is so powerful. I love it. Another thing, too, that we didn't... Y'all, we got a lot to talk about, God. Don't ever let us go two <laughs> months without doing a podcast again. It's about so, to be two hours. We're very comfy on this. Um, this I really shirt. feel like we in the car just chatting because, y'all, yeah. we really just be chatting in the car. God did say be real, be raw. So it's like just our everyday life talks. This yeah. is what it's all about. We are learning more about the women in the Bible. And it yeah. was just so beautiful to even see ourselves and them. Just how you said you'll read certain things and be like, well, you know, this I could apply this in my everyday life or yeah. this is what I'm going through right now and that's how it was learning about these women and just seeing ourselves in them like wow it's it's literally nothing new under the sun for real yeah when Hagar said that's what was learning about Hagar when she said he's the God who sees me oh that touched me that whole week that was my prayer point like you you the God that sees me we just got to be so grateful that God will even give us this book yeah like we I feel like sometimes we take it for granted we take the Bible to grant for granted like Some people probably think it's boring. But do you realize that people around the world don't even have access to this? Mm. Like, they don't have access to a Bible. Like, literally, when Bibles get shipped in, they're running to it. And we sometimes take take this for for granted. granted. It's kind of wild. Yep. It's unfortunate. But we could change it. That does not have to always be the case. We could change it. We could turn turn that narrative around. And what God has been teaching me about, because this girl just done with flipping. She about to start a whole other sermon. (laughs) No, go ahead, honey. So what God has been teaching me about is that how he would use agriculture to relate to the life of a kingdom citizen. And I just find that so beautiful that he would just use something that we can understand 
because that has been something we've been learning too, that God will use and speak to you in a way in which you can understand. Like he might speak to you differently than he may speak to me. I may understand it this way, but you may understand it that way. And God will, he's so gracious that he will speak to us in ways that we can understand it so that we can apply it to our lives. And I feel like one of the biggest things that he used throughout the Bible is agriculture, sowing and reaping. And we just don't want to only limit that to finances. I feel like that will just be very narrow minded of us to just Mm -hmm. narrow it down to only, oh, you sow some money, you're going to reap some. Like, no, there's much more things that you can sow and reap a great harvest. We can see that he was establishing that principle since the very beginning, where in Genesis 111, God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. So from the beginning, this principle was already getting established. Like these, these plants gonna have some seeds. They're gonna be seed bearing plants. One thing that I love, this is in Hosea, when you plant a seed, sow with a view of righteousness. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what it looks like in reality. And I'm gonna just put it in a practical example so that people could be able to understand. Let's say you're mentoring a young lady, right? And it looks on the outside, it looks like this is going to be a tough case, right? The young lady may have had a troubled past, had to overcome a lot of traumas. It looks like it's going to be tough. But when you t- talking to her and you putting that word of God in her, you just sowing with that view of righteousness. Like one day, I know that she's going to get that word in her and it's going to be planted and rooted in Christ. And she's going to birth into an amazing, mighty woman of God. Like you already see who she's going to be mm-hmm. more than what's already in the reality of it. You just see past that. I already see that you're going to be a righteous, mighty woman of God. So I think that's just so amazing that he tells us when you, when you sowing, when you going to speak to people, you telling people Jesus love you. When you're going to tell people that this is not the end. God has, we have been reconciled to Christ. You already sow with that view of righteous, like this seed has to come because this seed is so good. And this seed is of God. It has to bear fruit. It, and it, listen, it may not be that same day. Mm-hmm. It may not be that same day. It may be five, ten years from now, yeah. five days, five months. You don't know. And mm-hmm. I love how when I was reading, too, it was saying, like, how we're co-workers with Christ. We're his field, his building. And that's just so refreshing to see, like, as we're planting seeds, like, I'm literally in this with God. You're not a slave. You're not a slave. And it's another verse, too, that says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. Yes. And that's just so refreshing. like To be friends with the almighty God? Yes. Whoa. He created everything. And then you think about how a seed eventually turns into, you know, a plant. And Jesus was the word made flesh. And we know in the parable of the sower, they refer to the seed as the word of God. So that just was so amazing because we know as well that we now in our new life, we are born again of the incorruptible seed. So we, it's not perishable. Mm-hmm. This seed is incorruptible. It cannot be destroyed. Okay, and it says that is through the living and enduring word of God. And in that parable of the sower, we see that there was four different scenarios of the seed being sown. And we got the seed that's along the path. The birds come and eat it. Seed sown on a rocky path. Seed sown among thorns. And then finally, the seed sown on good soil. And the one about the good soil, of course, that one is going to stick out to me the most. And it says those are the people that hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. And then in Luke, it goes on to say that good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart. 
that just once again fresh revelation among that it's like this when you think of the soil the soil has to be soft first of all so that represents it's like a heart for a seed to get planted and get on it up in there it, the soil has to be soft and then that's where the root can grow and stay planted and get firm and all that stuff so that just really blessed me I know as a believer, like there's this big emphasis on bearing fruit and you will know people by their fruit and you'll know if they're of God or not by the fruit that they possess. But I will also say this as well, like embrace the pruning when God prunes you as a gardener would do. They would take and remove away the dead trees and it promotes like new growth. And if you don't remove the dead branches, you actually will hinder the growth of the good ones. It prevents diseases from spreading amongst the trees, as well as when you think about dead branches, just imagine how more vulnerable they are when storms come. That's amazing. And it just reminds me of that song, like rain came, wind blew, my mm -hmm. house was built on you. And that foundation. Christ, Christ is my firm foundation. Yep. That so foundation the be foundation, right. the roots, mm -hmm. the seed is mm -hmm. Christ. So yeah. You'll mm -hmm. be able to tell what's the foundation when the crops start to spring forth. Right. And then even the parable about the wheats and the tares at first is not noticeable. Mm -hmm. So he said, let them grow. And because the, the the helpers was ready. The servants was like, you want me to go get the weeds? <laughs> I can go get the weeds. I can go get That's the us. tares. That's us, God. <laughs> and then he like, no, let them. Let them. Because at first it's not noticeable. You might accidentally uproot one of the good ones yes but he like nah let it grow and eventually you're gonna be able to see the difference of the dead ones versus the other ones and you'll be able to prune it and so a prayer point could be for people is to like lord this is what the word says every branch of me that does not bear fruit he Cut takes it, it away <laughs> encourage god take it away lord if there's a certain um, personality trait that i have taken upon that would not be helpful when i'm evangelizing or when I'm preaching the word, take it away from me, God. Like prune and take out anything that don't need to be there so that it would not prevent me or hinder my growth. That's something very mature to pray because, you know. And God going to do it. it. Refining ain't always smooth. You got to be ready. Because when he show you something, you be like. Your chest. <laughs> be real tight. It be caved in. <laughs> But you just got to embrace it like, God, you know what? If you want me, if you want to take this away from me, I know that you are a restorer. So what you will replace with it will be a much better personality trait. And I'm just using that as an example. For some people, God may prune out some way worse things. But just embrace it. Yeah. Just embrace it. And I feel like that's actually like a drop of wisdom on this walk. When you learn to just embrace everything, uh -huh. it becomes easier. Yeah. It's almost like you have nothing to hide. Like... Take it. Embrace it. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Especially when you know you got God backing you up. Mm -hmm. You're going to embrace it a little different. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is in my life, God, that's mm -hmm. causing me to sin, cut it off, take it out, burn yeah. it, throw it in the fire. Yeah. Because I even think about like how Paul was like, singleness is a gift. <laughs> like he was like, listen, when you get that man, when you get that woman, <laughs> you're going to be distracted. So I, I agree. Singleness is a gift. You need to embrace it. And we have really been doing that a lot a lately. A little too much. <laughs> I'm like, God, listen, first of all, God. Don't send him unless he's ready. That was my prayer last night. Don't send him unless he's ready. I ain't got time for no distractions. If a man ain't going to push me closer to the Lord, or even a friend. You got to be strong. Anybody. If you ain't going to push me closer to the Lord, you're a distraction right now. But I, I understand where he was going with it. Some people, when they read it, they might be like, Paul, you was being real harsh. But I understand what he was saying. Like, 
you don't want anything to distract or take you from the Lord. Anybody yes. who will be added to your life should push you more in the direction that you right. want to be going in, which is towards Christ. If you come in my life and you distract me from eternal life, we got a problem. A huge problem. And I like how you said that that was harsh because sometimes it's beauty and harshness. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the rebukes are a little harsh. But it's out of love. Yeah. So that's what you definitely got to appreciate. When the rebukes are out of love, mm -hmm. you appreciate it. And then God also, too, placed a reminder on top of that. He said, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And let me tell you all, we have learned that yes. so much, especially with kingdom businesses. One of our major prayer points is, God, if you're not a part of this, we don't want no parts because I know that if God's hand is not on it and he's not in the midst, there will be no victory. Mm -hmm. And even what appears to be victory will not be truly victory. It will be yes. very temporary. And I just want to take it a little back to when you was talking about the wheat and the tares, mm -hmm. because in Matthew, it's so crazy. Like, I got to say this every podcast, like God be on point when he say to read something, you read it. Yeah. And Matthew, he was saying, like, Christ is coming back. Like, let's not get distracted about all this stuff. So when John the Baptist was baptizing, when he spoke of Christ, he already spoke saying when Christ is coming, he's coming to gather his wheat in the, the mm. barn mm -hmm. and burning up the shaft with unquenchable fire. Mm. So let's not forget that everything is all cool. It's all fun. It's all dainty. Yeah, well, y'all thinking is that. But mm. let's not get distracted, you know? Like, let's not get so far distracted that we don't forget what's to come. So make sure you guys are being the weeds and not the shaft. And that second coming is a guarantee. It's not mm. a, oh, he might be coming, he might not. It is Oh, written. he late. No, that is a guarantee. You can, you can rely on it. He's coming. And this is another takeaway, too. And I'll just leave you guys with this. Is This is important. Do not worry about the size of the seed. Mm, and we've heard it time and time again about the mustard seed. The mustard seed begins very small. It's a very small seed. However, what it produces is very large. And the size don't determine the impact. It doesn't. You can say something as simple as Jesus love you. Five months later, they come back and they say, you know, that that when you told me Jesus loved you, I went and I opened up the Gospels and I read more about who is this Jesus he was telling me that loved you. That would have seemed as such a small seed, like, oh, all I just said was Jesus loved you. Our nature would have probably told us, you, you probably got to preach something so long to him and convict him of his sins. You got to tell him it's an abomination, mm -hmm. what he's doing and all that stuff. But really that Jesus loved you ushered him into the Lord's presence. Such a small yeah. seed, which is very impactful. It's, that just reminds me, like, that mustard seed is not to be neglected. Them small little seeds of the word you plant in, it is not to be neglected. Those things can produce something very large. A mustard seed actually turns out to be something so big, like it turns to a big tree. So I encourage y'all, even them small seeds, y'all, don't take them lightly. Sorry, I had to get a little comfortable, but I feel like an area where God has showed me that this has been proven to be true was with my book because it was such a like a small book to the point I was nervous about making it an actual physical book I thought it should be an ebook and God was like nah it's gonna be a real book and as I'm reading the testimonies daily that's coming in people reposting and stuff I'm like God like you really showed me how such a small book 
what will seem like such a small seed got planted and the impact is greater than what I could have fathomed. Yeah, remember beautiful. who they supplied by. God supplied the seed, so. If it's his seed, yeah. it shall bear good fruit. Hello. Small but mighty. I like yeah. when you say the mustard seed because yeah. it's small, but it's so effective. Mm-hmm. I'm still seeking God on more revelation about this because I know it's so much more. Like, I just sure. know it's, it's so, so much, much more. to learn. Like, I really want to go out and buy a plant. I don't know if this uh, apartment will be, like, Suitable. a good place to house a plant. And this just remind me, because I was thinking earlier when I was laying down, I'm like, when I was in elementary, I remember our teacher doing like this science project, right? Really? And we had to take home a little cup, the soil, the seed and everything. And we had to water it at home, take good care of it, and then bring it back in to like get graded. You'll see who took care of the plant. Like yeah. if your plant came back dead, you didn't take care of the plant. If it came back good and beautiful, you know, you obviously took care of the plant. Mm-hmm. So when it was time to bring the plant back in, you know, everybody in the class is like 20 kids, whatever in elementary, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 20 kids in the class and everyone came back with their plant and you just seen everyone's <laughs> different plant, which is uh-huh. basically every one's different harvest Mm -hmm. because it shows like I said how you took care of the plant and some people had like (laughs) nice big plants I was one of them but like and then some people had like regular little plants and some people even had better plants than me but we were just all so excited you know the excitement when you're elementary just so excited like we had our little plants and that just reminded me so much of like what you're talking about because no matter what just the fact that you're bearing fruit mm-hmm. for Christ is going to make you feel so good. I ran across this post and this guy said how God allowed him to see into the spiritual room. He saw the body of Christ and it was just so chaotic. And everyone was worrying about each other's fruit instead of focusing on their fruit. And they were like shunning the ones that was only bearing one fruit. Mm. So don't get distracted by the numbers. Just stay obedient and focus on what God has put in front of you. And it might not even be your season because like we said before, it's a season for everything. So when your season come, you will bear what God has intended for you to bear. And that's just also a lesson for each and every one of us too to stay focused on what you have in front of you, your tree. Don't worry about who's bearing this, who's bearing that because when the time come, it's, it's truly to just please the Lord. So even talking about all of this, this the seeds, the farming, the sowing, the harvest, God has been right on time because we went into prayer the other day mm-hmm. and he called us to a healthier lifestyle. And it was just so random for God to even say that, but I do understand because we were eating very unhealthy. So yeah, he told us to eat more fruits, more veggies. He even called us to do a whole reset, which we posted a video on our TikTok and our Instagram, yeah. just cleaning everything out. And it was just very symbolic of everything because when you're eating better, you're cleaning out your body, you're cleaning your temple. And we have to remember to also do the work in the natural, taking care of our bodies, exercising, as much as I hate to say it, exercising, Mm -hmm. just aiming to live a better, healthier lifestyle. And as I was driving, God had put it on my heart to call one of my friends who is actually vegan and he is on his walk with Christ as well. He just gave me a good perspective of everything and why he went vegan. He was basically telling me like, you know, you want to live long to carry out your God-given assignment. Mm -hmm. If you're eating bad, if you're not taking care of your body, how do you truly expect to live long? And for so long, I'm going to just be transparent. I was under the impression, like, the blood of Jesus is enough. I can eat whatever I want. 
I'm good. Like I'm, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. It's so effective. That's how I was thinking. And don't get me wrong. The blood of Jesus is effective. I was just thinking very ignorantly. He just shift my perspective. Like you have to do the work. And he was also telling me about like just hearing more clearly from the Lord when you eat better, you're in a cleaner environment, you lim- mm. you're limiting distractions. Even when you eat certain foods, what you get? The itis, right? Mm. So it's like, you, you out here laid out, slugged out from the itis. It's like, no, this could be the time, even if it's if it's adding 10 more extra minutes to your day by eating healthy. That's 10 more extra minutes that you get to spend with the Lord. And, mm. you know, just be open and have that clean vessel to just be able to receive whatever is coming down from heaven. Yeah. So it just really blessed me. And this is how I know it's God, y'all, because it was so easy. I don't know about you, mamas. But it 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 actually came very easy for me to eat cleaner. And with that being said, too, God took me back to the book of Daniel. So with the um, Daniel, basically, I, I know a lot of people call it the Daniel fast. It was when he ate healthier for 10 days, basically like a little test run between him and the other guys. And Daniel could understand visions and dreams of all kinds. He was found to be more healthier. He was able to interpret dreams, understand literature of all kinds. So after reading that, it just gave me great understanding of why God was calling us to eat cleaner for this time period. And I'm sure we'll keep it up as well. Honestly, I had watched another video a while back and a prophetess, she was speaking of a famine and that correlates with some dreams that God had given Um, giving me a while back as well he was literally audibly speaking to me in my dream and he was saying a famine so I know for sure that a famine will be coming so we just got to be equipped and ready for things like that so I feel like God is just equipping us in advance and as much as we love food we just ought to be thankful right now you know for God just being so loving to just prepare us in advance and I also had a dream And this is so important as well, guys. God is really speaking through dreams. So don't take your dreams lightly Mm -hmm. in this season or ever. Just don't take your dreams lightly. That's a great way for God to communicate. So make sure you guys are writing down your dreams and allowing the Holy Spirit to interpret your dreams. So with this dream, God has showed me a guy in a lab and he was cooking food, but he was poisoning the food. Mm -hmm. And he was specifically trying to give it to us, which was the body of Christ and um he was so angry like cooking this food and he was saying I want to kill you guys for God I'm going to help God kill you guys and I just knew that the dream wasn't right and I know God and this is right before God had called us to eat cleaner eat healthier and I feel like that can be spiritually and naturally because we see what's going on on social media they people buying all type of fake meat and cooking it and it's bubbling up and all that stuff. So we know that the food is being tampered with and spiritually as well, that you guys have to be very careful about what you're watching and what you're intaking and um, even certain books that you're reading, just be very careful, pray before you read it, pray before you watch things, listen to things because you are taking it, you're eating, putting it into your spirit. So just be very careful. We have to be very wise during this time and be being able to discern 
what is good and what is evil. Some of y'all probably like, well, Radija, how do I discern? Yeah. You read the word of God, and if it does not line up with the word of God, and you read characteristics about God, and it's, and it's not lining up with the characteristics of the Lord, then that's how you're able to discern what is good and what is evil. Be very sharp, be very vigilant. Wise as a serpent, harmless Wise as a, as a serpent, harmless as a dove. And that can be a reason why God allowed you to learn about the wheat and the tares. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's definitely a shift happening. And God had dropped that word in my spirit shift. Back to the food part. When I really sat down to like pray and think about these things. Um, just speaking for myself. I feel like I was really making food an idol without even noticing it. Mm-hmm. Like I was overeating. Um, Me too. Just because it was there to my convenience, I was just overindulging. I remember you said this in the other podcast that God is going to call us on longer fasts and it's going to be very crucial because God was very lenient this time. He really could have said no food. He actually graced us and let us be able to eat fruits and veggies. Right. And I look forward to like now incorporating more healthy things in my, we really don't eat super bad, but when we eat bad, we eat bad. So I do look forward to like, incorporating maybe like every morning having like a natural juice yes because we now we got a little juicer thing situation going on <laughs> like every morning maybe have like a fresh orange juice or a fresh um celery juice or something of that nature mm-hmm. and then slowly but surely incorporating that all of my meals be healthy that's good so Honestly, when when we first started, like day one, my body totally, I don't know if this is TMI, <laughs> but my body totally rejected it. Maybe that was the tactic of the intimate because <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this for um, this, uh, this amount of days. As the days went by, things got better. The food started tasting better. I- and the other night, you made some really good um, chickpea soup. That was good. I'm, I could see myself actually eating this more often. Yes. I was chefing it up. Yeah. I think I might like it over the regular um, chicken yeah. soup. Me too. That's yeah. why I said it's all God. God has been blessing this food. Yeah. Now I can see definitely like taking upon his divine nature, like mm-hmm. having self-control, having persistence and perseverance and yes. all that good stuff. And I just really enjoyed this episode and hope you guys did as well. Our little talks. Yeah. Um, I think this probably was my favorite one. Yeah. Just being who we are yeah called to be just even how i was able to see the teacher in you because Mm -hmm. we know that's your calling to be a teacher and mine is more so like teaching off my testimony yeah like this is what jesus did for me he could do it for you i and i just feel so confident about that sometimes i'm sure others other people can relate when you more so teach off your testimony and you don't have like all the Bible knowledge in the world, but you know what Jesus did for you. Sometimes you'll look at others and be like, why don't I have this like super crazy pastor revelation? But know that God is still pleased with you. You're still doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I feel like I'm in that place of like, you know, I don't really have all the Bible knowledge in the world, but I could still, um, preach about my father yeah he's still gonna use you he could still use me yes and just making myself available to be used we will see you guys soon and like i said it is a shift we will no longer we be on this set. Part. <laughs> bigger and better bigger and better we hope you guys enjoyed this episode we have a lot a lot a lot to come honestly y'all might just be ripping and running with us <laughs> like we might just have a camera wherever we at so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode we're gonna miss you guys so much until next time we love you guys see you in the next episode god i love you devil i don't this is love.
It's a soft, soft. 